Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How Sam Darnold walks with the pair that he's carrying. <laughs> Dude, that drive to set up the uh, game-tying field goal to put into overtime, the jump pass. That was insane. We talked to Clay Hilton about that. He's got a sixth sense about him. He's like, look, this is the real world. You just do what you got to do look, when look, you're in a situation where you got to make plays. He went with the jump pass and put the ball on the money and put them in field goal range. I was like, whoa, he just did what? When you have the same DNA as Mr. Dick Hammer, I think you're you're going to be okay in life. Yeah, when your grandfather's Dick Hammer, you're set. <laughs> Gosh, that was big time. Sam Darnold saved the day for USC. They didn't play well in that game, and Texas somehow managed to get that game in a position where they should have won. USC pulled that one from the snat, uh, from the uh, the grasp of defeat. They, they should have gone down there, and, then, and Sam Darnold made plays. The last two minutes of the first half was incredible. The last two minutes of regulation was incredible. And then you go into overtime, and the fumble by the freshman quarterback at, at Texas, he didn't fumble that ball. He had that ball ripped out of his hands. That guy had incredible poise. He's going to be a playmaker. Um, that's why we watched the games. I thought that game was going to be a blowout. So it turned I. out to be a barn burner, which is play after play after play at the end of that game into overtime. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I was impressed with Texas's run defense, especially after a couple of weeks ago, as bad as they were. They were impressive. And on the broadcast, they kept talking about how Texas's run defense is better than Stanford. Their front seven is better than Stanford. And I didn't buy it until about midway through the third quarter, but I believe it now. Is this Ducks defensive turnaround legit? After what they did to Wyoming, 183 total yards for the Cowboys. We'll talk with The Voice, Jerry Allen. He's up next. It's the Rip City Drive with Travis Chet here on The Voice of Portland Sports, Rip City Radio. Now, a look at traffic on Rip City Radio 620. From the Bedmark Traffic Center, I-5 South is a mess getting into Tiger this afternoon, starting at Capitol Highway, all because of this wreck still blocking the right lane at Highway 217. We've got accidents too, 185th and Johnson and Aloha, and Southwest Pacific Highway in Coronado. Five North is tight from the Fremont Bridge into Vancouver. Be traffic smart. In the KEX Bedmark Traffic Center, I'm Gail Cunningham. This report is brought to you by Bedmart. Take the guesswork out of finding a mattress and visit your local Bedmart mattress superstores today to try our exclusive Smart Match diagnostic technology. With our low price guarantee and risk-free trial, you'll get the right mattress at the right price with fast, free delivery. Be Bedsmart. Shop Bedmart. It's Rip City Mornings with Dan and Nigel. Hey, look, you know what, though? It's what? Fi- it's what? But it's fine. You know, I'll be honest with you. It, what? It's, it's fine. I realize that you're continuing the stereotype, but it's fine. Uh, give you know what was bad was when my kids were young and had no rhythm. Like, that was even worse because I was like, man, like, how did this happen? And I looked over at my wife like, that's all you. <laughs> no, I can't be. Is that me? It looked like me. But they, they got just a little bit of rhythm. Only on Rip City Radio 620.
Hey, it's Wheels here for Keo Mortgage. Do you have an adjustable rate mortgage that's about to reset or a mortgage with a high interest rate? Would you like to combine a first and second mortgage into one low monthly payment? With interest rates forecasted to rise, the best time to explore your options is now. Call Keo Mortgage today, the local experts that have been serving families in the Pacific Northwest for over three decades. Call Keo today at one 888 kiel That's one 888 kiel or online at keelmortgage.com. NMLS number 53969. Frigo means dry and cool in Latin, and that's exactly how you'll feel when you wear Frigo underwear. With ergonomic seams, moisture-wicking technology, and sports compression, Frigo is technical underwear designed for the ultimate performance and comfort. It's like having custom-made air-conditioned underwear. F-R-I-G-O spells Frigo. Buy yours now at iwearfrigo.com. With 20% back in rewards on color copies from Staples, you can run your business with confidence. The confidence to leave behind presentations that customers will read, not recycle. The confidence to produce color manuals that'll keep your business in the black. The confidence that your financial forecast will no longer be partly cloudy. Show off your business in full color for less at Staples. Now get 20% back in rewards on color presentations, manuals, and copies. Staples, it's pro time. Visit staples.com slash 20 color. Expires 11417. Exclusion supply. Slick's Big Time Barbecue is a taste of summer all year long. We're Dan and Barbie Slick. We want to thank you all for coming out to our new barbecue restaurant in Wilsonville, and we look forward to seeing the rest of you soon. For catering or takeout, call 503-327-8200 or just stop by and see us. We're right off I-5, exit 286 in Wilsonville. We'll see you soon at Slick's Big Time Barbecue. Oh, give me my Slick's, give me my Slick's. It takes more than a roof to make sure your home is covered. Farmers Insurance has over 89 years of knowledge and experience so you can protect what's important to you. Learn more at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. It's Scott Tom here for the Good Feed Store. And you know, every August I go down to Salem to host this huge three-on-three basketball tournament. It's called Hoopla. For four days, I spend 14 hours a day on my feet. And most of the time, it's in the sweltering heat. And at the end of each day, I literally would be fried. And then about five years ago, I went into a Good Feet store for a free personalized fitting and was fitted for Good Feet arch supports that, well, literally changed my life for the better. I use Hoopla as an example because these custom fit Good Feet arch supports have realigned my feet, my ankles, knees, and hips, and I'm able to perform so much better now that I'm realigned in my Good Feet arch supports. Drop by a Good Feet store and get your free personalized fitting and tell them Scott Tom sent you. You'll find America's art support experts in Tualatin, Johnson Creek, Tannisbourne, Salem, and Eugene. Call them at 1-800-NEW-FEET, online at goodfeetnorthwest.com. That's goodfeetnw.com. Katie, where's your Jergens? My lotion? Here in the shower. In the shower? I use Wet Skin Moisturizer from Jergens. It's a lotion that works with water to instantly lock in moisture from my shower. My skin stays soft and luminous all day without a heavy, sticky feel. It's all-day moisture made simple. Well, I did always teach you to enjoy the simple things in life. Can I borrow your Jergens Wet Skin Moisturizer? Of course, Mom. Jergens, let your beautiful shine. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. 
Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. Ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Now, a Rip City forecast from the Standard TV and Appliance Weather Center. Showers or thunderstorms looking likely here for the afternoon. Daytime highs in the low 60s. Tonight, showers or possible thunderstorms. Lows near 54. Showers tomorrow, then steady rain and wind tomorrow night with highs near 64. A flash flood watch is now posted for the Gorge Burn areas and Cascades due to the heavy rain on the way for these areas. In the K2 Storm Tracker Weather Center, I'm Rhonda Shelby. This report is brought to you by Taco Bell's new Strawberry Pop and Candy Freeze, a freeze you can see and hear. So you've heard the saying, seeing is believing, right? Well, with Taco Bell's new Strawberry Pop and Candy Freeze, hearing is believing. That's because this delicious, icy strawberry freeze is filled with real pop and candy. The new Strawberry Pop and Candy Freeze, only at Taco Bell. The only freeze that you can see, taste, and hear. Travis Demers, Chad Dewing. Welcome to the party, pal. It's the Rip City Drive on the voice of Portland Sports, Rip City Radio. The Oregon Ducks are 3-0, and getting ready for conference play this weekend against Arizona State down in the desert. And joining us right now, the voice and a good friend, Jerry Allen. What's up, Jerry? Hey, just living the dream still there. How you oh, doing? So good. So 183 yards they gave up defensively. That's the lowest number since 2012. That is awesome. What have you seen from that unit under Jim Levitt? Uh, a, a big change. Yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're just playing a different kind of football. And I think part of it is, you know, there are a lot of the same guys there. They plugged in some, some really important pieces. I think in the middle, Jordan Scott has helped a lot. But I think some of those guys have just matured. Justin Hollis, Jalen Jelks, Henry Bondu, Troy Dye. They've all just gotten older. And then, you know, you can't say enough about the coaching. I, I think that, <laughs> you know, that just, I, I mean, he gets Jim Levitt gets me excited to play, just watching him coach from the sidelines. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things, but they're drastically better. Do you think it's safe to say the altitude did not hurt the Ducks at all on Saturday after all that was being made of it during the week? You know, I don't think it hurt them at all. I think they felt it. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I, I think the coaches were aware that some guys were going to get a little winded early. And, and uh, Coach told me before, and he said, you know, if we're at home, guys get winded, we bring them out, put somebody in. He said, we'll do the same thing up there. So they may get winded a few plays earlier, but we're, we're still going to rotate the same players we've been rotating. And they had a couple of guys that came in, Malik Young played, and, and uh, Scott Pagano played, so they had a little more depth. But I, I don't think the altitude really hurt them at all. We're talking with the voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen, here on the Rip City Drive. You know, with the 3-0 start, the Ducks have been so good. I think people are trying to nitpick when they're trying to almost create issues. The concern right now is the second half and the way they kind of sputtered against Nebraska and a little bit against Wyoming. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but what have you seen in the second half in regards to why the Ducks, have they taken their foot off the pedal? Is it just lack of focus? What do you think that might be? You know, it's hard, it's hard to really pinpoint it and say what it is. I think it's a combination of things. I think when you get a when you get a big lead at half, a 42 point lead at half, or or a 35 point lead, you know you come out in the second half, uh, you're not as sharp. I don't care how hard you try, they're yeah. just, you know, it's not the way you start a game. So it's, there's a little bit of that. Um, and then you know, look at this is a handful of plays. A third down when they don't, you know, they don't get a first down, which would have kept the drive alive, which gives them a chance to get the tempo going. And then a, a couple of drop passes here and there, and 
and those all contribute to what we call a bad half. Maybe you're a little sharper in the first half and you don't make those kind of plays. I don't know what it is. I know the coaches have got to be shaking their head, too, going, okay, guys, we've got to score more points in the second half. They're trying. It's just not happening. But I think, to me, if they're in a close ball game, the focus is different, and they make those plays. We knew it was going to be a challenge with Josh Allen on the other side with what he was able to do just his entire career, basically. But he didn't do it. They got to him. They put pressure on him, forced him to make mistakes. How much of that was because of the Ducks doing their job? And how much of that was maybe his offensive line getting exposed? Well, I think a combination of both. I think, um, I think you know, he, he lost a running back last year, to, moved on to graduation. Uh, a couple of great wide receivers were gone, so he didn't have that connection going. Um, and then Oregon's offense, or defensive line is just better, and, and the linebackers are better. So uh, I think the pressure Oregon put on was a combination of maybe Josh Allen not being able to connect with his receivers in a more comfortable manner. And the offensive line just could not stand up to Oregon's defense. Oregon pressured Josh Allen from the get-go. So um, Oregon was a better team, just a, a much better football team on Saturday. You know, they the Ducks look like they've got a superstar in the making, a quarterback in Justin Herbert. And I guess the thing that impresses me the most so far through three games, Jerry, is just, man, he looks so comfortable out there and just patient running the offense. You know, it's funny when you say that because we, as we're doing the game, there, there are times – through past years when you've had a quarterback and you just you sense that he's not quite comfortable, the feet are moving, and you get anxious for him to get rid of the ball, run, do something. But with, with, with Herbert, it's like, I, you know, Georgie and I talked about this. We just don't feel uncomfortable no matter what the play is, who's putting pressure on or what's going on. It's like, yeah, he exudes that confidence. And I, we feel it up in the box, and I think his teammates feel it. I think that's part of leadership. But you're right, he's poised. He really is poised, and even under pressure, uh, he seems to do the right thing. So they got the non-conference out of the way. They're going to open up conference play on the road against Arizona State. What are your first thoughts on this game? Well, it's got the potential to be a high-scoring game because Arizona State can score points in bunches. So Oregon's defense, uh, number one, is going to have to be careful and not get caught thinking that they're getting better and pretty good. they got to continue to do what they're doing get pressure on the quarterback. Arizona State can run the ball pretty well, too, so they're much more of a, a complete offense. Um, the Ducks have, have been dependent on pretty much their offense, uh, particularly early in ball games, to get the big lead and then, you know, coast or relax or whatever. Their offense has got to keep making plays, too. And with Charles Nelson maybe out for a week or two, and we don't know how long it's going to be, apparently a sprained ankle, um, then somebody else has got to step up. So Justin Herbert's got to develop that relationship with another receiver or two because Charles was so much a part of what Oregon did in that first half of ball game. So, you know, Arizona State's a Pac-12 school, and that's the biggest thing. They're, they're stepping up a level, and they're on the road. We, it's always been a battle at Arizona State. I, you know, I don't know why it's such a tough place to play, but it, it has been um, a venue where Oregon has never had easy games. Yeah, you brought up a couple of things I wanted to get to there, Jerry. I mean, you, you, you look at southern Utah and Nebraska – and Wyoming, and you can make the case that the Ducks haven't played a good team yet. We saw what Nebraska did losing at home to Northern Illinois the other day. So now they're getting into Pac-12 play. Are there still some things we need to learn about this team as far as who they are? Do we have a pretty good idea of that through three games? I think there's still a lot we need to know. I think what you said about the first three teams Oregon played um, is very true. You know, not bad teams by any stretch, but not the caliber of the talent that Oregon's going to see in the Pac-12. And, and teams are going to have more depth. Nebraska is, just, is not a good year. They're not having a good year. So, so that win 
even though you hold on at the end and, and you throttle in the first half, still leaves you feeling like, wow, you know, Oregon was a little vulnerable in that game. They allowed Nebraska to come back. Um, Wyoming, you know, was just overmatched by Oregon. It just was not a, it was not a tough ball game. And so in Utah, obviously, and a level down. So I don't know how much Oregon's been tested yet. But, you know, really, to be honest, until you get to the Pac-12, you really don't know what kind of talent you've been up against. So this is the first real game that's going to give Oregon an opportunity to see how they really do stack up. And because right after that, you got to come back and take on a, a no doubt about it, good Washington State team, and then Stanford. So it just gets tougher week to week. This is a great start for the season for a new coaching staff in uh, a relatively young developing to become a new defense. Those three games were a great setup for the Pac-12. Hey, Jerry, I love listening to you and Jorgie on the radio. I learn something new every week. Uh, Jorgie told you on Saturday that the only quarterback he ever uh, played against that he heard when he threw the football at whistle was John Elway. Can you imagine that? He throws the football so hard it whistles at him. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I know. You know what? If it was a smooth ball, it wouldn't whistle, but it's got those laces, and so – he spins it so hard, it, it does. It makes noise going through the air. Uh, I can remember uh, talking to some of his receivers saying, it hurts to catch the ball. I mean, they, they worked on Elway for a long time saying, you've got to take something off of it. You're killing your receivers. So, yeah, I, Josh Allen is, is that kind of an arm. He really spins the ball. He's an NFL guy. He just doesn't have the talent around him. So people didn't really get a chance to see uh, the quality of that quarterback. The Oregon Ducks are 3-0. They're getting ready for conference play. They'll take on Arizona State Saturday down in the desert. You can catch that kickoff at 7 o'clock. Jerry, as always, buddy, we appreciate your time. You're the best. Gentlemen, I always have fun talking with you. Keep me on the schedule, all right? You got it. Thanks so much, Jerry. Always will. There's Jerry Allen, one of the best in the biz. You know, Trav, that game to me, I, you know, I, I, Friday I was telling you how I thought it was a statement game for the Ducks because they wanted to kind of legitimize what they had done defensively over the first couple of games. And I'll say this, Wyoming is not that good. No. After watching them for an entire game on Saturday, I realized that Josh Allen, he's like a one-man machine out there. He doesn't have the talent around him to be able to compete against the Power 5 schools. Right. They'll be able to compete in the Mountain West Conference. They'll Absolutely. win some games. They will go to a bowl game. But against a team like Iowa, against a team like Oregon, they're not going to have much of a shot. Yes. So... You have to taper expectations based on the competition because Arizona State is a lot different in terms of athlete compared to a place like Wyoming. But I'll say this. I did not expect them to give up only 183 yards defending Josh Allen. They went in there, and for an entire game, they only gave up 183 yards. Josh Allen could do nothing. And it just further shows the importance of coaching. They went out and got Jim Levitt, and he is a difference maker the best defensive coordinator in the country. They hired him, and I was like, okay. They obviously know what they're doing, and it's made all the difference in the world. The guys are in the right place. He doesn't even have his guys with more talent in there. And right now they're ranked, what, 22nd nationally defensively? Yep. He's made such a big difference. And then on top of Levitt getting the defense to play better with all these different faces in there, I just see a different attitude and a toughness. Under Chip Kelly and Mark Helfrich, my biggest issue was lack of toughness. Soft on defense and sugar-footed on offense. Those days are gone. Willie Taggart is a tough son of a gun. He's a tough coach. And his players, just like Jim Levitt, tough. They play like that. And even late in that game, they weren't sitting back and giving up plays. They continued to attack. And I guess if you're a Duck fan, the thing that's most exciting with the defense, they're getting pressure on the quarterback with that front four, front three, and they're 
causing turnovers. And when you do that as a defense, it's going to make all the difference in the world. It's just yeah. night and day when you consider Brady Hoke, dumb, Jim Levitt, the best. Coaching does make a big difference. It does. When you talk about the little things, the things that, that matter as far as preventing teams from getting long drives, right? They allowed 10 first downs in that game, just 10. Wyoming was 4 of 15 on third downs. They forced two turnovers. Uh, you mentioned the the sixty or the 183 yards of total offense, 66 passing yards. They did their job, but they did their job when it mattered, and they got Oregon off the field when Wyoming had third downs. And they've been very, very good with that. What is it like, I think, 8 of 27 the last two weeks on third downs for opposing offenses against Oregon. And the other thing I really liked this week, Chad, was the penalties. First time this year they've been under 10. They had four penalties for 40 yards. They played more disciplined football. Those are the little things that had to be cleaned up that you've got to do in order to win football games against good teams. You can't just outrun somebody like hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.